Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Welcome to the Mega Powers Podcast. Uh, yes. For today, I'm your host, Manny Masonette, alongside my good personal friend, my frat brother, FNA <laughs> All-Stars, Joey Bada Bing. Hey, yeah, there's only maybe like two people that call me Bada Bing still. So that, oh, really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Legacy lives. Yes. This is Joel. <laughs> How y'all doing, man? Uh, this is a long time coming, I think. You and I are actually recording something. We talk so much about everything. We may as well put it on like content so other people can hear our my genius and your regularness. I mean, <laughs> you can look at it that way. I've just, you know, I've all my teachings of you that I've done over the years, you know, you've been the heir to the throne for so long, it's time for me to release you out into the public. Oh man. I, man, I, I'm <laughs> wondering here this. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the the purpose the purpose of the show we're trying to we uh we're gonna talk sports a lot of a lot of sports stuff uh we're gonna include some wrestling basketball that's really the two sports we talk about the most we always we always talk baseball boxing football we talk everything um we're gonna discuss like long-standing uh rivalry slash debates we're, we're gonna tackle you know, one versus the other a lot. Uh, this, today, this week we're doing Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Uh, I don't know if we're actually like picking sides. We can because there's going to be some where I'm, you know, a little more passionate about others. But Absolutely. we just like explain, you know, why people think one over the other. You know, yep. um, we're going to talk who we think is super overrated, who's super underrated. Um, Manny is, uh, like I said, I've been talking. I mean, I've been texting Manny. Uh, what like fifteen years now? We probably sound about right about fifteen, sixteen years. Yeah, we we text way more than we talk to see each other, but we text all the time about whatever's happening in the sports world. We're always threatening to beat each other up. He's always ten seconds away from getting the shit slapped out of him. But um, it's a good scared game. to death. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking. Pacquiao scared of Mayweather running now, guys. Hey, That's what I'm talking about. Damn. And, yeah. So the, um, I'm I'm happy to finally be doing something. Uh, with him and these, and you know, along these lines, definitely. All right, so, um, what is we wrestling? We uh, a lot of lot of wrestling, wrestling's really been the only thing making headlines the last few weeks, definitely. I mean, they're essential, yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) How good is it to be friends with Trump, huh? Yeah, um, that works, they're considered essential. Uh, they do live programming, but they. They released a lot of people this week. Uh, they released yep. a lot of wrestlers, a lot of guys that they were hoarding just to keep from other promotions, I think. And they, they just kept them in there, but now they can't afford them anymore. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Well, what we also have to remember is that around this time, every year, the post-mania, there are a lot of cuts. Yeah, there are. So that, that happens, you know, that's that that goes with the territory. But what I do think happened is one there's a lot of um the producers i read are actually being furloughed so they'll be brought back mm-hmm. so lance storm billy kidman those guys lance storm is someone that comes to mind immediately because he's only been working for about four months and he actually gave up his wrestling school to do this yeah that's so, so those guys will be coming back um actually for me the biggest name for me that that shocked me was actually mike kyoto mm, the ref uh, yeah the referee um I've been watching wrestling all my life, and I know Tim White, 
Earl Hebner and Mike Kyoto from when they had the baby blue button ups back in the day, the short sleeves. Yeah. So for him to be gone is kind of shocking. Um, Rusev is not a question. That's probably the biggest wrestling name that got released, but that's not too much of a surprise. Yeah, he, he's been out of TV for a little while anyway. So Yeah, he's had a contract dispute. Um, Rowan, they can't seem to get right. He, in my opinion, he sucks anyway, so he's most likely AEW bound to go with, with Brody Lee. And the, the tarantula thing died so bad. Like, it yeah, was just, it, was, it was terrible. When, I, I remember I was in the, I was at the Barclays when that happened. I was at really? that one. Yeah, and it it got no pop at all. Like, nothing. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't surprise. They've tried so many different things with him specifically, which yeah. I don't understand. He's had so many different character innovations. Vince had mm-hmm. so much faith in him. And I've always been a Brody Lee fan, and I thought that Harper yeah. was the best of the Wyatt crew, and yeah. he never seemed to be able to get that opportunity. I, thought, I always felt Luke Harper was the best. I mean, you know, I, if if we do this show more, you're going to see how I feel about Bray Wyatt. By the way, yeah, definitely. But, uh, <laughs> but I always felt Luke was was the better of the three too. Um, yeah, it, it it definitely is a lot of guys you don't see on TV a lot, or, or when you do see them, it's more for like a comedy spot or. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe just just to like be squashed. You know, just like pre yeah, yeah. Enhance, enhancement talents. Yeah, a lot of you know, Lee, even though Leo Leo might have been on his way. I think you know, I, I think he finally like figured out with the cruiserweight and everything. Yeah, and how to deal with the locker room and yep. Um, so that 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 was a that was a little hard, but um, the other ones is either not surprising. Or I don't think we're gonna miss them too much. One thing that that does stick out is. The irony, uh, or not the irony, but just the timing. Um, XFL going bankrupt, going belly up, and, yep. and then them releasing all those guys right after. It it it, it looks bad because because Vince did say that XFL was not being used with the uh, was not being started with WWE the money. company money, yeah, right. But the fact that they go bankrupt and then right after release all those people furloughed a bunch of people, it just makes it look really, really bad. Definitely. I definitely agree with you. I think as far as TV, what, what the biggest question is going to be is actually that 24 seven title because Mm. a lot of these guys that were let go were the ones chasing around whoever was, whether it be our truth, Mojo, these were the guys running around, you know, I mean, everyone on that list. And then I guess, and also Titus, but Titus is Titus is never going to be let go because he's a great, great look for the company. Yeah, he's a great yeah. ambassador for the company. Yeah, right. So it's it's uh it's sad that all of them went. I I do hope Rusev. Rusev is the only one I kind of want to see in AEW. The other ones, I, I they're probably going to find work. You know, indie circuit. Some of them will probably find their way back too. Yeah, and also, uh, oh, I know that uh, Carl Anderson, because you know Gallows and Anderson. Oh, that's another one. Yeah, yeah. They're, I forgot but they're god, they're gods in Japan, and I, I want to say he tweeted something almost like a plane landing in Tokyo. So that's kind mm-hmm. of hinting that. But I believe that AEW has a partnership with New Japan, so they that do, may yeah. actually, you know, be in the works. That that might have been the toughest cut, maybe for them. Probably, okay. and then the politics with AJ also because yeah, of the yeah. boys. But also uh, AJ. Said this was his last contract, too, yeah. and you know, uh, so it, it might they it's probably it probably was easier knowing that AJ, whenever I don't know how long his contract is for, but you know, when whenever it's over, they they weren't over. doing anything anyway. 
yeah, before sure. before the before the whole OC thing, they weren't doing anything. So, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel that was the toughest one. Because only because really, Carl Anderson was so popular in the locker room too. Like everybody, yes, yes. yeah, yeah, for sure. Great in the ring, also. Yeah, yeah, they're good, man. So, um, yeah, man. I, I hope Rusev. Rusev is the guy I'm gonna miss the most. Yeah, I love Rusev for a long time. Yeah, uh, I, I, uh, I do hope um he ends up maybe AEW just somewhere where I can watch him more. You know, yeah. maybe grow. And uh, yeah, man, it sucks to see all that happening, but. You know, hopefully it comes back. I mean, I, I hope I do hope that I still firm believe it like that. It's it's I think Kevin Nash would always say it like you get to retire a Yankee when you finish up with WWE. So even though you yeah. go elsewhere and you do what you gotta do, you still hope that the he comes back. Especially with if his wife's still working there. So the hope is that Rusev does yeah, right. eventually come back. Maybe he makes a star brighter and they allow him to shine. So the, the kid's talented, man. Yeah, he's they they've given him some really really shit storylines and angles, yep. and he's he's been able to make all of it work, no matter yep. what they gave him. So it's uh, if they finally give him something with, with some teeth that he can like really really run with, he he could be the biggest guy there. Um, but and he puts know, on good matches. Yes, and he's a good wrestler. Uh, you know, I mean, and they 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 still have that. Uh, they still lean towards like the bigger guys. Braun is a champion now, even though he's probably not going to be champion for too long. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it's it's. I feel bad, yo, watching all that. I did. Yeah, felt bad for um. I don't know if you got to see the, the Twitter of Drake Drake Maverick. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, so that's tough to watch because you know it's easy for us to assume that every oh you work with WWE you're rich. Mm-hmm. You know, all these guys still have families, still have all these guys and girls still have families and responsibilities. So it it, it was tough to see. Yep. Well, you know, I assume he's another one that was very popular in the locker room and they used mm-hmm. him for different things, commissioner 205, things like that. So, you know, these are guys I think it's because of the situation that WWE is in, why they got cut, not because they were – they don't look at it as an addition by subtraction, I don't think. Yeah, right. All right. Um, I mean, some of them come back. Uh, any, any other wrestling thing you want to bring up? You know, uh, the, uh, the possible um, – it looks like they're gonna push Cruz finally, huh? I I hope so. Um, but he's been on. The, I I feel he should be in NXT. I feel that they're still he's he, he's a great in the ring. He doesn't have any personality, or they don't mm-hmm. let him show any personality. Right. So he he belongs in NXT, where I think he can flourish a bit more. I think that some of the guys that are in NXT are gonna start moving up to kind of create different storylines. Uh-huh. You have Killer Cross who debuted. Um, so he looks like he's gonna be fighting with Tommaso. You have Cole fighting with Dream, but there's a point where the the Undisputed Era is gonna have to move up and you know move on to the next level. So yeah, with yeah. that, I think you start dropping off people. And you have Finn back in NXT, which is amazing, and he's putting NXT UK, he's making it more important. Uh-huh. Why not bring some more guys over to NXT so that they can, you know. Hone their craft a bit more. Well, they're they're gonna have him wrestle uh, MVP for for to go to um no not fan uh Cruz, he, he's wrestling MVP next week to, for the oh, money, money in the bank. bank. Well, and that that's definitely him winning. There's no way MVP is winning that. So yeah, they, for sure. So they're putting him in a main event or or like a big time pay per view match, which I, I think is 
I think it's it's significant, man. I, I feel he's he's one of the more talented <clears throat> and unique guys they have on the sure. roster. So it's uh you know, I, I and he put on a really good match with Alice Black two weeks ago. It was like twenty five minutes. Great match. Definitely, uh, definitely. Yeah, it showed it showed that what he can do. So I, I um I'm happy that they're giving him a push. I think this is a Heyman thing too. But um Yeah, yeah man, for sure. Yeah. I, I'm glad yeah. I'm glad they're pushing him. He has the look. My I just hope like similar to um how Vince gets, you know, one week he loves you, next week he's just not interested at all. Ricochet, uh Cedric Alexander, right, those right, guys. Right, yeah. Were were getting pushed, and Cedric had a great feud with Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. And now he's wrestling on main event. Right. So yeah. I hope time will tell. Time will tell, man. Um, moving along. Speaking of time, throughout our whole lives, uh, how how long? When did he get drafted? When did Peyton Manning get drafted? Ninety eight. That's a long time ago. So we, we even I think maybe before that too. He. Peyton Manning has always been, uh, I, I would say, one of the golden boys of the the, the NFL. Honestly, if, if I would we say talk, sports, if we if we talk, I, I've always said that if you do the Mount Rushmore, the NFL, as far as like the most important people ever, none of them are players to me, right? It's Roselle, uh, what's the name? Uh, Madden, Roselle, Goodell, and. Uh, Pete Rose and uh, what's the party? No, no, the 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 Monday Night Football guy. I man, I can't remember. Uh, oh, Lombardi. no, no, it is Lombardi. You're right. Lombardi, Roselle, Goodell, John Madden. I would say are, are the four most important people in the history of football. Peyton Manning to me is the most influential player ever. Really? Yeah, I, I, I'll and I, I'll say it's because he when he came into the league. There wasn't the whole, uh, you know, the quarterback points out the mic, audibles, you know, calls the play in the huddle, checks the play. It, it, there was almost none of that. And now it is expected of the quarterback to do – like, you have to do that. Now. To be the point guard. Right, yeah. You have to control everything. So, And he, he did all – he started all that. Like, even, you know, the short passing and, and uh, all, it's it was – it's pay man. So, I, I feel like – I mean – I, it's hard for me to say all the time because, you know, 60s, 50s, I'm yeah. not going to go. But in my time, I, I don't think there's anyone more influential to their sport, really, than Peyton Manning as far as changing the way the game is played and, like, the role of a player. You know, they say the I'll quarterback. Say between him and probably, I'll say him, maybe Steph Curry. Steph is another. Yeah, Steph is one for sure. Bonds, too. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's just, it's just uh, you know, the, the, way, the way you change the game and uh, – mm-hmm. You know what? What's expected of you? They they say the quarterback is the most important position in sports. Yep. He, and he changed the way that you play, right? So yeah. now Tom Brady, you know. Oh, and another thing, Manning came. You know, had his dad was a football player, right? The lineage. He, yeah. Yeah. He grew up in football. You know, he 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 used to he used to punch Eli in in the like playfully like punch him until he yeah. named all the SEC schools. Like they, it was, it was just all football all the time there, right? Drafted first overall, golden boy. But there's no, there's no way around, it, right? Now, yep. Tom Brady gets drafted late, right? Sixth round, uh, back up New England. New England already has an incumbent, Drew, Drew Bledsoe, 
who was pretty yep. good in his own right too. Who was who was he used to, Bledsoe used to put numbers up, man. He and he went to a Super Bowl too. He was you know he, he, Bledsoe was not a slouch, uh, but Brady and, and Manning how they came into the league were, were just on two different ends of the spectrum. Uh, the right? spectrum. Now that that's one thing. Now two. I, I read people debate between them all the time. Like, and just here, and there's so there's, it's very passionate. It's, it's up there with Kobe and Mike, and Kobe and LeBron, Mike, LeBron yeah. and Mike, A. Rod Jeter is another one. That I, Manning and Brady is one of the more like heated debates, and it really just comes down to what do you value more as as a, as a fan? Do you value talent and impact, or do you value winning? Right and leadership and leadership. Now that's not to say Payne Manning didn't win because Payne Manning got two Super Bowls too, and he's got the most MVPs in the history of the league. But Brady is is synonymous with winning. Winning. Right. So what what are your thoughts on that whole beef? Like, who do you? It's not really be their friends, but like that that whole like debate. Yeah. Who who would I who would I take? Yeah. Well, I've always I've always felt that it's seventy percent Belichick and thirty percent Brady. Okay. Reasons why I felt that way is because I've watched Matt Castle flourish, and then he went elsewhere, and he was terrible. Mm-hmm. I saw Jacoby Brissett. I believe he never lost a game when he was in New England. Mm-hmm. Garoppolo. I don't think he lost a game when he was in New England. He may have lost one before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. So I've seen the plug and play. So I've I'm I'm biased to Peyton. But what I also actually was looking some things up, the numbers are actually a lot closer than I actually. Oh yeah, were. bro. And I and I actually cut off. I cut off ninety eight. I cut off ninety nine, and I also cut off Brady's post twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're going like I, peak peak years then. I'm going the league, the years that they were both in the league. Okay, all right. So I took off uh, Peyton was there two years prior. So I took off those two years, and I actually took off the five years since he's retired. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, uh, Peyton has five MVPs to Brady's three. Uh, Brady, once again, touching on what you were talking about, Brady has four Super Bowl MVPs to Peyton's one. Um, same amount of Pro Bowls. Peyton is first team all pro seven times to Brady's three. Uh, they each were the touchdown leader four times. Wow. Yeah. Um, Peyton was the passing yard leader three times to Brady's two. I want to say Brady's two years were probably the years that he had uh, Moss. Okay. Completion, completion percentage, Peyton's two to one. QBRs, Peyton's three to two. Each of them actually. It's actually funny. Um, they both actually won Comeback Player of the Year, if you remember. Mm-hmm. Peyton with Denver and then Brady when he came back from the ACL. Brady only has two more wins as a starter than Peyton in that in this 15, 16-year um, time frame. What, I, what also actually I, it kind of cancels out is that both of them have spent their careers in shitty divisions. You know the uh, what the the Texans may have been the second best team. You know you had a one one or two years that the Titans were decent. Yeah. Um. You had the Sanchez. You know Jeremy Lin kind of run for a little while, but they both were able to feast on weak opponents that they had to play. You know twice a year. Right. 
Uh, what else did I see? Peyton has about only about five hundred more uh pass completions than than Brady, and he has about six thousand more passing yards than Brady in this time frame. He also has fifty nine more touchdowns than Brady. All right, that's that's a pretty um, good number, both of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, they each have the same amount of game-winning drives, forty-eight apiece. Oh, all right. So yeah, so it, it's close. You know, it, it's it's very close. And and then there's also there's also the uh, Brady's being Peyton more too. Like Brady's yes, head to head Brady. I think it's uh, eleven to five when I check all time. Um, yeah, yeah, something like that. I believe so. And like there, that. there's also the the. Uh, the stigma Payne has of, of losing playoff games, he really shouldn't have lost. And I, I think, I think those Brady has some too, but I think it hurts. I, it hurts the athlete more when you don't have a Super Bowl. When you, if you don't have a ring, and you lose series that you that you shouldn't have lost, it it hurts you more than if you have a couple and then you get upset because you have that collateral. Like if you look at like. Uh, like like LeBron, right? Like when, when he lost to Dallas, he shouldn't have lost that series to Dallas. Yes, right. If yep. if that Dallas series happened after he won his after he won a couple of chips, though, I don't we think won't it, it wouldn't have hurt as much as uh, it did as it does now. You know, Peyton Manning yeah. when he when he lost to like Pittsburgh that that playoff game when they lost to Pittsburgh, that I think hurt him a lot. You know, because he they, he, they were the, the number one seed. They, they you know. They had a, a really good, like, like an easy, like an easier path to the Super Bowl, um, and he didn't even win one playoff game. Yeah, and that's when it started yeah. being like, "Yo, this guy may never win." No, nah, it's true that that was one of that was like two years before he actually got the victory. Yeah, yeah, it was right. I think it was the year right, right before. It might have been right before. Yeah, and um, the best. so yeah, so it, whether whether that's fair or not is a, is a different convo. But when when a player has been in the league seven eight years and they and they have those like disappointing playoff losses and don't have a chip, it hurts more. It just does. Um, so uh, that that hurts. Whereas Brady, Brady's first playoff run, he won a Super Bowl. Brady's second playoff run, he won. A, Brady didn't lose a playoff ser- a playoff game until he. I think he won three Super Bowls before he even lost a playoff game. So that like he he has he had so much to lean on. When he actually finally did lose his, uh, a game, you know that that it was like you know you can't win them all. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's just you know any given Sunday. Right. Um, you know it is what it is. Yeah, so it it does hurt, but I I tend to lean towards paying a little more too. I think um, just because of what I mentioned earlier, I think I think he means more to the league than yeah. Brady does. I, I think uh, as far as what he's done. Um, for the league, like as a quarterback, and how how you you know what like what I mentioned earlier, Brady though is just so synonymous with winning. He's so fiery. He's always like in his teammates' face. You see him, yeah. you know, he, you see him doing the white Des Bryant that gets accepted. Yeah, he, 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 <laughs> right? it, it is true. It's what he does, right? He does the Odell Des Bryant thing, but they they like it because you know he, yeah, he, he okay. can away. Um, because he's won, right? Uh, you know, it's he he. This isn't the knock Brady, but I, I agree with you with the Belichick thing too. He's he, he's had the greatest coach ever, you know. But at the same time, Peyton Manning hasn't had bad. Tony Dungy is one hell of a coach, man. Yeah, so, that is very true. Yeah, like so it's 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 uh 
Peyton Manning's had his fair share of decent coaching too. But uh, yeah, I John, do... John Fox is John Fox is no slouch either. Yeah, John. Yeah, right. John Fox went to Super Bowl without Peyton Manning too. So um, it's Jake it's Delone. right with Jake Delone. <laughs> um, so it's it's um, I do I do tend to lean towards Peyton just a little more. Uh, it, it, again, it just comes down to do do you value the the rings and do you value those playoff wins more than you know the talent and, and the big-time numbers. And not to say Brady has had some major clutch, like just big-time moments in, in big-time games that, you know, you, you can't discount it. Like the, the Atlanta the Atlanta, the Atlanta, the Atlanta Super Bowl, yeah. Was crazy. The, the second Super Bowl against the Giants, they, they ended up losing the game. But in that the, the final drive of that game, Brady connected on two fourth-down passes that were just – I thought they were going to win. I, I was like, there's, there's no way that he, he he completed a fourth and 18 where he, like, avoided two sacks and threw, like, a 20-yard pass down the field. Similar to how Eli beat them. In yeah, the right. And I was like, yo, what is – like, what? What is happening? I've never seen Brady move like this. So, I'm like, man. And he he actually broke the record in that Super Bowl for most consecutive uh, completions in completions? the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, Phil Sims had the record, but he broke that record. He was fantastic in that Super Bowl. He made one bad throw, the the interception that he threw to Gronk, that was supposed to go to Gronk. But other, he was terrific. And, in that and what's forgotten is that that final play that he had. I, I mean, it gets it's gone forgotten over the years. Is that if you have a healthy Gronk, maybe that pass actually gets he might catch the end that. Zone. Yeah, he might have caught. He it. might catch that. Like it gets that everyone forgets that Gronk was hurt basically the whole season. Yeah, and didn't play. And then that was that. I want to say maybe his first or second game back was the Super Bowl. Yeah. And he yeah he he probably catches that ball exactly if, if he's not limping or moving it slowly so it's it's a he was brilliant like he he just had so many big time moments and big time throws that it's not a runaway and then you see his numbers his numbers back up his stats his his, his rings too it's yeah because like, me personally I I always have felt I'm like well Brady never had the arm that Peyton does mm-hmm. and then when I see that the completions aren't that different or the yardage isn't that different that he had the same amount of times that he's led the league in, in yeah. throwing yards. I was like, wow, that's actually interesting to me because I'm looking at Brady as a dink and dunk kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And Brady, you know, Brady actually, throwing Edelman and Welker. Right. Brady became a dink and dunk guy like his last like four or five years. Brady used to stand in the pocket and deliver the ball downfield and get hit. He just changed the way because, you know, you got to protect yourself. But when Brady yeah. had Moss or even before Moss, he was Javal Gaffney. Yeah, he was flinging that shit down. Deion Branch, he was throwing the ball down. Yeah. So yeah. um he I, I think I think at, at one point he was a little underrated. You know, I, I think uh we gave a little bit too much credit to Belichick and then and then we kind of realized, you know what, this guy is, is really fucking. He can good. make it happen, yeah. yeah. He's and, uh, and then um we kind of we kind of gave him the benefit of the doubt too much now towards like the end of his career. I I felt even even when they beat the Rams in the Super Bowl, Brady's not the same guy, you know. But he, no, he's, absolutely he's still not. Finds, the defense won that. Right, he still finds ways to win. But um, you know, just going back to the Payne Brady thing, it's it's a lack. Like when I first brought this up to you, like when I first broached the the the, the topic, I said th- I thought it was going to be a run. Like just me, my whole life thinking this is a runaway. Payton is. Far and yep. away better, but the way more I looked, I was like, "Damn, Brady, Brady got a lot, of, a lot of good things going his way." So, yeah. what do you prefer, impact or 
titles. Or you know, and, and uh just just to finish it off, at least on my end, Manning has enough titles for me to for it to go that way. Like if 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 he had no Super Bowls, this would be probably an even longer debate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 for sure. You know, so it, it uh but the fact that he has two, he's been to four in his career. Um you know, it's 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 more than enough to, to put him to me as the goat quarterback, and uh, you know, just the most impactful player, at least of my my as long as I've been watching football, the most impactful person in that in the uh, in the league in the NFL. Yeah, I never. You brought up that point about the whole how he actually changed the game. I never even thought of it or looked at it like that, and that was actually a great point because I, I actually remember. The first game I really paid attention to it um, was, I want to say, 2003 or around that time period when Priest Holmes and the Kansas City Chiefs were running rampant around the league. Mm-hmm. They were they were a top seed, and I want to say the Colts were actually a, um, a wild card. They were a wild card, yep. And they completely demolished them, but it was the first time I actually watched him and every time he went to the line, he will alter the play based yeah. on whatever they were lined up. Smoked with. them. They, they, I think they scored every possession that first half. Yeah, it was and, something crazy like that. Yeah, and the Chiefs were scoring too. The Chiefs, it was a high, but he he, he could not be stopped. Just, they, he couldn't be stopped. Yeah, he just couldn't be stopped. So that um, that's the first time I could actually remember him and doing that whole audible and just dissecting the defense like that. Um, I will still take Peyton, but. It's funny because, I mean, when we do more shows and we do rivalries such as these when you talk about there's a big difference between talent and greatness. Mm-hmm. They can go hand in hand, but there is a difference. So in this sense, I'm going with the talent because I do feel that Peyton is naturally more talented than Brady. But later on, if we do like an A-Rod Jeter, I'm going to go A-Rod even though Jeter is the champion. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's it's you know what I mean. It's, so, it's a yeah, because it's not not everything can't be like you, this. Isn't debates like these are not? It, it's hard to be right cons, consistent, quote unquote, in the end, because it, there's so many different things factor into it. You know, um, like when, when we go into Brady, like if we go into A. Rod and Jeter, just cheating a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. A. Rod played on some really bad teams. You know what I mean? So it, it's it's hard to yeah. it's hard to just like. You know, say, oh yeah, gee, hundred percent, erase that. Yeah, like I, I could, I could make a case that the Yankees could have won some World Series without Jeter on the team, and you put shortstop X. I always felt Rivera was the most important player. So it's, it's hard. Uh, I agree with you. It's, it's hard to, um, you know, it's, it's, but then there's somewhere where the rings do matter, you know, and uh, just, just constantly winning and and be, being a champion, being over, like that, that type of stuff. There's going to be some some debates that we bring up with that will outweigh the talent, you know. But it's you have yeah. to you have to win with the talent. That that that's what it comes down to. Like if, if we ever like go go so far as to go like like do like Duncan versus like Carl Malone or something, right? Garnett, right? Is that that's where it's just like yo, you know, the rings just far outweigh whatever it was you did. You know? But in this, case, I guess, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, don't do don't do this. Um, <laughs> You, We've been you, here before. You yeah, know this. Don't do this. But uh, in in this case, in this case, uh, Manning has enough wins, enough success, team wise, and and way more accolades, like personal, individually, that he I would take him over. Brett. And that's where that's why I, I, that's what 
makes a difference to me because the reality is he was he was Trent Dill for that second Super Bowl win. Oh yeah, he was benched for Brock Osweiler in the middle of the um in the <laughs> yeah, middle of the season. So, they they, so they dead ass benched him for Brock Osweiler for, for, for Brock and not Lesnar. Nah, the, the yeah the worst Brock yeah the worst Brock in sports. <laughs> so, but I I, I guess for, for you know all my teachings of you. They haven't gone for not, and we, we both take ten seconds away. Always ten seconds. We away. Take, <laughs> take Peyton. I taught you well, and you know you make me proud. With a right. tear in my eye. <laughs> All right. So that, that so that that wraps up that portion. Where you got some either ors, right? Is that what you, you did? You did you get a few? Yeah, yeah. I got it. I have um. I have one in my head right now because you know. We spoke about how we, you know, we're gonna do like a lot of basketball. Mm-hmm. And, um, we did wrestling, but we we haven't spoke about basketball yet. So yet even though you try to think that um, that Garnett BS in there, yeah. Uh, well, I mean that's something we'll get to later on will, because yes. you you can extremely underappreciate that's, that's, that's gonna be that's gonna be that's gonna be Um, either or. So this portion of the show is basically us giving our opinions. Two different player, two different players, athletes or whatever, in their respective sport, and we try to take them, picture them in their prime. So the, you know, an athlete, nine times out of ten, stays way longer than it, than they should. Mm-hmm. But for this one, my question to you, sir, is: in their primes, would you take Tracy McGrady or would you take Carmelo Anthony? Christ. Um. <laughs> damn. I'm gonna. I'm. Whew. This is hard. This isn't easy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. This, when you start thinking, when you start comparing guys, you know, everyone does the like you said, the the Kobe and the Mike mm-hmm. and things like. But there's there's also those almost second tier guys who aren't on like the Rushmore. That, yeah, yeah, but but we're great. Yeah, and that, yeah. see, this is this is another 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 uh, thing too, where where. We we tend to pick the more versatile guy always. Like the the, the yep. guy, like when when we pick one or two guys, if if one guy averages like one assist a game and the other guy averages six assists, it's like yo, he's a, you know, it's it's but that's a better what, passer. He's a better it's, passer. Yeah, it's not always that not black that and white either. You know what I mean? Like so, yep. it's it's hard to it's hard to, to do that. And I I've learned that too because you know every like I, I always bring up the point. Like Lamar Odom is more versatile than Shaq, but who the hell would take Lamar Odom over Shaq? Exactly. So, um, McGrady's definitely more versatile than than, than Melo. Than Carmelo. Yeah, he he can play more positions. He can run an offense for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, he can he can take over a game scoring. Uh, Melo. Um, it's just man, he's he's no. This is T Mac. I have to take T Mac. You have to take it's too many, it's too yeah. many things he does more. Yeah. I mean, I, I this is the base of the show because me personally, I'll take Melo. Okay. I'll take Melo. I, I feel that in my lifetime, um Carmelo Anthony is probably in that top five of best pure scores I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking Denver and you know, maybe one or two years in New York. Because mm-hmm. to me that's his prime. Um. Also, you can count, you know, Syracuse and how he brought. I mean, team was stacked, granted, but mm-hmm. Carmelo's always 
he's always been who he was, which was a certified, he was a bucket. Um, great rebounder, great offensive rebounder. Very something that skill that you know kind of gets forgotten about him. Yeah, it, uh, especially especially uh, grabbing his own miss. He's he's yeah, good as yeah, gets. going back up. Yeah, and he's as good as it gets when it comes to that. Um, the footwork, the fundamentally, the triple threat, jab step, jab step. You know, his game was his game wasn't exactly pretty, but it it, it had a beauty to it. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't finessed too much. He you know he liked to play a lot of bully ball. Um, even to, to even now, he still, you know, loves to draw the contact. But I always just had an affinity for his game. Um, Tracy, I will say this: other than possibly Kevin Gar- Kevin Durant, I was gonna say Garnett because you know he's so great. Other than Kevin Durant, I don't think I've ever seen a player score as easily as Tracy made it look. Mm-hmm. Him being six seven. And as linky as he was, as athletic as he was, um, but I will go. I will go Carmelo. Another reason is I'm very, you know, I, I for years I had the thing with Tracy that he was the um, the first round virgin, and you know he got out the first round one time and he didn't even play. That's when San Antonio, San Antonio, yeah, when they lost to Miami with the Ray Allen shot. Mm-hmm. So I've always held that. And I I also watched Tracy blow three one leads, yep. blow three two leads. With you know when people talk about Tracy McGrady, one of the things they do is they talk about oh he didn't have anybody in Orlando. Fair enough, but he had a lot, and he blew a three one lead in Orlando also. Yeah, I mean it, they and, they were the lowest seed too, but it, yeah it, they it, were they were eight seed I want to say against Detroit. Yeah, seven, seven, seven or eight seed like I forgot, but but I, I remember that because he I remember him saying. Uh, he was already he already put himself in the second round. Remember, he was saying, "Yeah, yep, yep, yeah." Like it, it's it's finally great to it's finally over. get out, and this and then they lost the last three games. Yep, and 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 game seven, he was nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. They actually just, I mean, granted, Detroit's a great defensive team and all that stuff, but you know, you expect your your stars to do that. But my thing is that he had a great team in Houston. Oh yeah, man. He had the best big in the league at that time. Yao Ming did, I don't care what no one's telling me. Yo, bro. Yao Ming was the best big in the league. I actually brought this up in a, in a group chat like two days ago. You you know those memes where they say, you know, if if their careers weren't weren't cut. Yeah, short. when they got hurt, so you have yeah, right. Roy, so it's it's always Roy. the same. It's usual suspects, right? It's Grant Hill, Brandon Roy, Roy Rose, Penny, uh Mac, right? It's always the mm-hmm. Yao Ming, okay, it has to be at least one of the two or three biggest like what ifs. Yep. Yao Ming yep. went up like twenty five and ten at one point in Houston. Yep. When 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 Melo lost to, I, the other day, Melo was Melo had that thing with with Wade, and he was saying how they, they should have beat the Lakers and they would have swept Orlando. They lost yeah. the Lakers in six in that series, right? The yep. series before that, Houston took the Lakers seven LA games, seven. and yep. and Yao broke his foot. Yao didn't play like and, the last. And, Houston probably would have beat. Uh, he gained five. Yeah, Houston probably would have beat the Lakers in that series. Had Yao stayed healthy, um, he Yao was was so is so underappreciated. I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame as, as an ambassador, but as a player, he's but so, as a basketball player, yeah, he's so overlooked. As as you know, he was great, he was terrific. Yep. But um, yeah, you're right. McGrady did have that, whereas Melo never had anything close to Yao, like as as a player on his team. Um, this is another thing. If we're going like you know, success wise, you know, I guess Melo. I guess Melo has more success than T Mac. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, his his 
his playoff resume is more successful. Yeah, but I mean, like, and even his, even his, if you probably his regular season, if you were going primes, mm-hmm. we have to go primes. His regular season resume is probably more successful. I mean, he took them to the playoffs his rookie year, mm-hmm. and he got out the first round several times. I want to see how many. How many times he got out this? this the first he. He's only made the Western Conference Finals once. One right? time. Right. One time. He made the second round once with the Knicks. And they lost to Indiana. And they lost to the Pacers, right. Um I wanna say he how many times they made the second round with Denver? With Denver? That's a good question. Two twice? more times than I think it was twice. Aside from the Western Conference Final? No, including that. I, I think I think he he only went twice. I'm, I'm looking up his playoff logs now. He, ne- I know he never got out when he had Iverson. Right, they got swept. They, 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 were, too. they were an eighth seed and they lost to the Lakers. Yeah, and that that team was really. They had the deep. Uh, Cam was DPOY that year, and they, they still got smoked. Yep. Yep. All right. So two, 2004, first round. first round. 2006, first round. 2007, first round. 2008, first round. 2009 was the first time he made. And he went to the conference final. Yep. 2010, first he only made it out the first round one time in them. That was the, the year they lost to uh, the Lakers. That was, to LA. Mm-hmm. That was the only time he made it out the first round in them. Interesting. So then, then so then he's been out the first round twice. Then twice in his career. In his career yeah. Which is still more than T Mac, but is it enough to like to sway you still? But. Um, that's that's tough. That's tough. That's that. It's close. This is another one where it's not. It's not something. You know, it's not. It's not. There's not necessarily a right or wrong. Yeah. And it's not something that's guaranteed. Like, oh, you know what? Go with this person. Like personal preference, I'll take. I'll take Carmelo. I think they both aren't the greatest leaders. Uh, that, to that's no, damn sure. It's no. It's no coincidence that that same Denver team. They made one trade, you know, Iverson for for Chauncey. Bush. And they 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 took and off they, after that. Yep. And they yeah they take off. So, um, I want to say Denver may have, which is another comparison that could be done. They he may have had his teams in higher seedings than T Mac did for the majority I'm, of this. I'm career. looking that up now too. Uh, he only in the first round, the first round, he had home court advantage in Denver one time. That's when they went. Yes, they they beat New Orleans. They were a number. They beat New they Orleans were number in the first one, round. Three seed. Yeah, they were uh, a three seed. Yeah, they were a three seed. Yeah, and they they beat um they beat Dallas in the second round, and then they beat uh Dallas. They 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 upset um what's the name? No, I think that I think, San Antonio. Yeah, they beat San Antonio in the first round, and then they they had the um the Lakers had the home court. With the Knicks, he had the home court one time in the first round. Again, and that's when he got out. Yeah, that's when he got out. That's when he got out yeah. and lost in the end. Actually, every other time, I want to say they played. He played LeBron. Yeah, and Boston. Actually, he he had, he had home court twice with Denver, but he lost that shit. The second twenty ten, he had home court against Utah, but Utah won that um won that series in six. And they went. They played against LA in, in the, the conference, conference finals. finals. Yeah, that was the year. Uh, if I think was that the year. Um, Golden State beat uh 
Dallas? No. No. That, that was no. That go to State beat Dallas in 07. Who who got upset then that Utah Utah got to the Western Conference Finals? Utah, but Utah Utah may be a, a, a top seed, bro. They may have beat, I mean, San Antonio's the state's bet. But Utah, you got that's Okor, that's Darren Williams. Yeah, Okor, right? Boozer, Karolinko, Karolinko, uh, Ronnie Brewer. Ronnie Brewer. <laughs> yeah, facts. Nick Great. Oh, no, they lost to the Lakers in the second round that year. Who did? The, the, Utah? Utah, yeah. Okay. And the Lakers beat San Antonio? Yeah, they got swept in the second round that year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I just just going back to team. I I don't. It, all right, anybody who knows me knows I'm not Melo's biggest supporter. Okay, and I, and, I, and I'm trying to be, and I am being as subjective as you know, as 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 fair and as balanced as I can. And and also, it's easy because I'm not I'm not a big team act. I don't hate team act either. Like I don't hate team act like I hate like Russell Westbrook or something, but. Um, gotcha. You know, it's 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 not as hard for, for me to be balanced with these two because I'm indifferent with T Mac as far as like 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 a, how much I loved watching him, whereas Melo was yeah. was a Nick and and I just saw like him deteriorating and I saw yo Melo stands are crazy by the way they, those guys, <laughs> they defend him to the death, to the death to the death and it's 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 a little it's a little lot. um I'm I'm probably gonna stick with T Mac but it, it's like a hair of balls I can't. It's it's hard for me to um you know just because Melo was a good Melo is a great scorer but so is T Mac T Mac got scoring titles you know what I mean so it's, yeah. it's hard it's hard for me to use scoring as as a reason when when T Mac does it too and I you know and and I I've seen both of them take over games I've seen Melo's prime was probably longer than uh than T Mac's you know and Melo wasn't as injury prone as as T Mac was but if we're talking like both at the peak of their powers I would probably take T Mac. Yeah, no, I'll take Melo for the win. All right, take my man's Melo. All right, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know you you weren't like this before he became a Nick. I'm gonna just throw. It I out wasn't, I, but you know it's it's you 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 actually like you, you know, he went to Syracuse. I'm a Syracuse fan. I, I, yeah, so it, yeah. it was it was never really like like a hate like a I hate Melo thing. It was just more, you know, it, it was obvious to see he was declining. And so many people were in denial that he was declining. And then when I when you bring up he's declining, and, and then people want to bring up what he did when he wasn't declining as a reason to keep him. It's like, yo, what are y'all doing? They, this is what does that got to do? Yeah, with this it? doesn't make any sense. I'm talking about him right now. Like, like it, it, there's so many people I, I argue with about Miller, and they'd be like, yo, he brought Denver to the playoffs his first, you know, his rookie year. And I'm like, bro, we're talking about Miller and Nick. Bro. Like, what does what does that have to do with what I'm talking about? You know, and that, that's when it just got like, you know what, man? Fuck this guy. Because you, your fans are going to be this, this crazy. <laughs> I, I don't want anything to do with you. But yeah, oh, um, man. So it's that, that's why I say that Melo's fans are, are, are you know, insufferable. Um, yeah, that was a good one. Though. That was good either or, man. One thing I do want to bring up for those of y'all listening, Manny and I are also massive R&B fans, dog. Like, we, we love... Especially like like there's a certain era R and B that that we love, so there's gonna be some of that on the show too. But not absolutely. Um. So, uh, what else we doing? can't speaking of that? Just a really quick. Can't wait for tomorrow. What's tomorrow? Oh, Teddy versus baby. Teddy Riley. How did we not talk about? Wait a get get your linen suit. What? And your hush puppy. Wash up that accurate legend, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's going down. Man, I forgot, yo. How do yo, how do we not bring what do you got? Uh, oh, I don't know. To be continued. I can't I can't say. This this it's, it's is, this is very much very much like Brady. <laughs> yeah, this this is this that this is gonna be real soon. I what mean you, it's gonna be a heated topic. What do you prefer? Do you are you are you choosing like the all time number one billboard hits or are you choosing Jams, like, are you choosing? Like, yo, this is yeah. this is my shit, right? Yeah, I gotta go to jams. Right, I because, gotta go to things that I can just. Woo! Yes, because ba- Babyface <laughs> has a number one like all time Billboard hits, like just like yeah. you know, end of the road and Whitney, and you know he has that. Yeah, but Teddy has more. Yo, this is he has a genre. Shit. Like this is yo. <laughs> he has he, he has, has more of those. So it's it's what what do you what do you choose? Now that's not to say Babyface doesn't have that because he does, and that's not to say Teddy Riley doesn't have number one hits too because he does. But that but that's just what what more, they're more known for. So what do you what do you prefer? What do you but that's the that's I mean just to just to go back that's the that's the titles versus impact the great right yeah right yeah. right titles versus yeah, impact. Teddy Teddy pretty much New Jack was was him. Like he, he pretty much yeah. brought a whole sound to us, like a whole yeah. genre of music to us. Whereas Babyface didn't really do that, but but he could add to it. He added to it a lot, and he wrote and the love ballad in the nineties was was him. You there was not one R and B slow jam I think in the nineties that he had. <laughs> that that Babyface they have some sort of sprinkle. Babyface was so great. The Tony Rich project. Nobody knows. There are people who still think. Baby, 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 that. that. <laughs> this is very true. This is very true. Why did he have to be born with the same like vocals as Babyface? But there's people who still think Babyface sang that shit. That the whole John B. Project, John B. is another one. Still can't it, tell. Yeah, there's people who, yep. So Babyface has has a lot of has a lot to his pen and has a lot to his greatness too. This is definitely. Irresistible force, immovable object, right here. There you go. It's it's, it's, ho- it's Hogan on. Yes. <laughs> we'll definitely we'll definitely do a review on that. Um, when yes, after, we after will after definitely do a review. A man. Man, we should have done. Man, this is a cool little preview too, but we definitely doing a review on that. Man, that this that's gonna be great. That's gonna be great. Um, for sure. For sure. How, how do we end it? You want to talk? Who you think is overrated, underrated, or um? I'll let you, and then I'll tell you if if I decide that you're wrong, I'll tell you. Okay. Why. So you can so you can go whether you want to say someone is just so the people know. Um, we're gonna end every show with someone who we feel is grossly overrated or grossly underrated, and we're gonna list the reasons why. Um, completely off the cuff, I don't know who the hell this man's gonna say. What's he gonna say about them? So this will make it, I'm sure, quite entertaining. All right. So I'm actually gonna steal your guy. Uh, I'm gonna um. Joey Votto, uh, baseball player, first baseman, Cincinnati Reds. If you if you pull he he might be he might be the Chuck Norris of baseball, and you know, I, I say that I say that because you know you know how there's so many Chuck Norris jokes, like mm-hmm. Joey Votto has some crazy ass like like stats and facts about him. I, I read one time that he's only popped up, he's only had 15 infield pop ups. In his career, in his career, he's like that is insane to, to, <laughs> to even think that That's he's ridiculous. only popped the ball up once, like fifteen times 
in his whole career and he, that it didn't go past the infield. That's ridiculous. That's so he's been there just just so that people know it's 13 years he's been in yes. the league. All right. He's never pulled a ball foul. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not but he has he has I think it's it's seven he's it's seven uh he's led the league in OBP seven times in his career. Right? Only Bonds, I think Tris Speaker and Babe Ruth can say that. All of them are Hall of Famers. Okay. His glove is immaculate too. The guy catches everything that goes his way. The, the problem with, with Votto is one, he plays in Siberia. Right, he plays in. <laughs> he plays in, in, in one, he rolls Yes, country. he plays in one of those in one of those baseball towns that they love. Just, they, they they love their Reds. It's not anything against them, but nobody else loves the Reds. You know, it's, it's not a team where like how, how many we live we live in New York, right? There's so many transplants, people who from all over the place. How many people you actually bumped into to be like, yo, I love the Cincinnati Reds? I'm a Cincinnati Reds. Never. Fan. No, nobody. You know, so that, that's that's a problem. And two. For like the last five, six years, Cincinnati Reds stunk. So he, he's kind of been getting almost like the Tony Gwynn treatment in that, you know, Tony Gwynn played mm-hmm. in a city where where it wasn't, you know, nobody really checked for the progress. But, but the, his stats were so, like, were so good that we know he's good, but he's not going to get an, anything nationally unless the team is good. So I'm hoping – I'm hoping that the Reds have made some really good moves the last few years as far as acquiring veteran talent. They've drafted really well the last couple of years. So I'm hoping that while Votto can still contribute and while he can still play, they do well so that we can actually give Votto his due. He's, he's won an MVP, too. He, you know, so it's not, like, it's, not yeah. like we don't, it's not like we don't know he's great. You know, he's not, you know, we, we know, and I think he's a Hall of Famer, but I just think he, he's just one of those guys that, He's a classic baseball guy in that he he he's been great for one team in a small market and it just it it, it it's never been like yo you know Votto is 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 the guy like like it's just it's like a guy, the guy. you know yeah. and, and it also could be he doesn't hit a lot of home he doesn't hit a whole bunch of home runs he's not a 50 60 home run guy either. but I, I think he but not many people are the day yeah that's true but he, he's never really been like a like a big time leader in it. You know, like so, it, it's yeah. that could be it too. He's more, he's more batting average, walks or OBP. You know, that's always been his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a baseball right, player, right? And he, you know, but I, I think he's he's been severely underrated his whole career. And um, you know, I just wanted to give him his uh, his just due here. Yeah. So the whole like, so yesterday, I mean, just so that everyone understands the base of the story. Uh, yesterday, um. I'm playing the show, which is the baseball game on, on PlayStation, and I'm playing the Reds, and Joey Rado comes up. And I, I text Joel, like, yo, whatever happened to this dude? Like, I I know Joey Rado because he won an MVP. And mind you, I love sports, love everything about all sports. And the perfect um, comparison you did was Tony Gwynn because I learned of Tony Gwynn, and I was younger, but I learned of Tony Gwynn when they went to the World Series. Right. And that's what made me want to read, like, Man, this dude batting 350 for his yeah. life. Like, you know, that's that's what made me interested in him because had it not been for that World Series run, I wouldn't know Tony Gwynn, you know, I wouldn't really know much of him. So, you know, me and you got to talking about Joey Votto, like, oh, is he, like, is he still contributing? I just know that he won an MVP a few years ago, but no one mm-hmm. talked about him. And that's when you kind of started talking about 
um, what he's doing and what he's done over the last few years. And I'm like, Jesus, no one talks about this. Yeah, man. So I'm not even going to, you know, give pushback on it because, you know, the guy, no one talks about yeah. him. And it, he's still putting up consistent numbers that it, he was. It hurt because he, he's 36 now. So he, he's definitely like, – I'm looking at his numbers now. It, it, it's You can see it, it's starting to drop. But there was a good peak yeah. where look at look at OBP from 2010 to 2018 424 416 474 we're going to get super controversial when we go overrated because Manny has a doozy and I have a couple of doozies too. So, uh, you, you're trying to, I, you, you, yeah, no problem. And you know, um, yeah, we'll do overrated yeah. next time. And this conversation actually brought up someone else who is actually going to be real controversial. Well, I feel it extremely, extremely overrated. So that, that'll be the, the hint of, you know, we're talking about him in a certain rivalry. Yes. There's someone who I've always felt is so overrated. Oh. It borderline sickens people. Me in, people gonna call you. But, people gonna call you a bad boy for that hint. Um, yeah, <laughs> guys, uh, thank you for listening through this. We did this in under an hour, brother. Good shit. Um, yeah, man, you know, I'm a Mega Powers Podcast. Check us out, man. Enjoy it. Tell us what you think, and we'll see you next week or maybe a little sooner. Be good, y'all.